Stand by for the Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, the Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York, member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. And, and Jimmy, you're right. Uh, Peter is so excited today. He's big smile on his face because of the bowling centers opening. <laughs> bowling? I hate to tell you how many years it's been since I last bowled. Well, Mayor, I'd give away go- my age. Governor, <laughs> Governor Cuomo has uh, opened up the bowling centers. Uh, right, Jim? Uh, that's very nice of him. That's right. There you go. There you go. Jim's on top of it. I've had my uh, my bowling balls waxed and ready for the last six months, ready to go. And I can't Kid, your what? Your, oh, uh, bowling I, balls. I, yeah, right. yeah, bowling balls. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> this could be the last show. <laughs> It's Saturday, August 15th, 2020. It is 10.05 in the morning. And I always say that because this show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 1520 AM out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight, unless there's a sporting event. And if by chance there is a sporting event, we will be on after that. Also, the show is available every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. live streaming. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and there you are. You should be all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived. So once again, if you go to the website, saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives, click on archives. Many years of shows there. And if you just happen to miss a show or you want to replay a show, it's available there. Also, last but not least, there's a free economic report every week. Right. And and, and at 1042, I was up and I just 
logged on just to see for the heck of it, and it was there. So it was there later at night. It used to be on at 7, but uh, um, they talk about everything that's been happening from, you know, the Senate leaving and uh, retail sales being less than what were expected and blah, 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 blah. But all, all these analysts, you know, have been missing the mark in most cases, and understandably so with the COVID, hard to figure it out. But it just amazes me when they miss it, it's like, well, you know, how could this happen? I mean, it's just unbelievable. Well, you know, and I was thinking about something else along that line. I said, isn't it okay every once in a while just not to have an opinion? <laughs> you know, oh, every, everybody's okay. got an opinion all the time. I don't know. I don't know if I have an opinion on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Right now, <laughs> give us a call. Phone line's wide open, 803-1520. Toll free, 800-879-7541. Always the easiest time to get into the show. It takes a while for, I guess, everybody to get started, including us. Also, yep. if yep. for some reason you don't want to give us a call, although, as we always say, we like to talk to people, but if you don't want to give us a call and you'd like to check on a stock or ask a question, you can go to our chat box, which we have at our website, sapperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. You're all set. Just have to click Join the Chat, and you can join the chat, ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. Ask a question. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, you can tell we're both Italian because we use our right. hands. But right. I mean, exactly. you're... Join the chat. Once again, it must have been a Lysol high he's getting into. No, no, into no. Here, I, was, all, I was away place. last week. Oh, is that it? Yes. Oh, okay. I was enjoying myself. But, you know, you can ask a question, type in a symbol. Unlike this morning. And if you do type in a symbol, let us know <clears throat> what you're thinking to do with that symbol. Right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Are we, we had on a with call. anybody? Well, no, the call's we call. done. Anybody in the chat box? You at the chat box? No, no, what? but we, get, we have a call. Oh, we do have a call. Who? Yes. I don't I see anybody. Vic. Who was it? It was Vic. Anonymous. It's Vic. It is Vic. Go ahead. Good morning, Vic. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. I don't know. I, I <laughs> yeah. have a basic question here. Basic? Uh, in the promo for the show, Stan Roberts, with this, uh, your supply and demand yeah. uh, system, how would that uh, uh, be any uh, – is it comparable to accumulation distribution for uh, – IBD. I guess my question is, if you if you ran a, a host of stocks through your supply and demand for a yay or nay on buying, and you did the same thing with accumulation distribution IBD, is it pretty much the same thing? No. Okay. Because you know, actually, what it is, you know, the real term for it is point and figure charting. Okay, and all point and figure charting is is uh, price following price and reversals, you know, and you set certain box sizes, usually the standard box size is three boxes, and it could be one point. If it's a $100 stock, it's two points, you know, for the box, whatever. So all it is is a, is a charting method. It's showing supply and demand by showing you support and resistance, you know, but it's not, you know, your term, supply and demand. So what you're saying then is you could actually then on certain stocks, you can get a positive reading with supply and demand, but go to IBD and their rating would be much lower or higher then. Well, it, it, it doesn't even, you know, uh, have anything to do with it, really. OK, in other words, oh, no correlation at all. Then. No, because oh, okay. some, sometimes there may be. But a lot of times you can look at a point and figure chart and go, 
boy, that's a great chart. And it looks like a beautiful, uh -huh. beautiful chart, lower, uh, you know, uh, higher lows and higher highs, you know, nice uptrend, nice breakouts and all of that stuff. Yet the stock may not have that great relative strength. Oh, okay. Very, very good. I was okay. just always curious about that. Yep. Uh, a stock that I'd like you to throw up, if you would. I'm really kind of hot on right now. You put FCX on. Freeport McMoran, FCX. Mm -hmm. This thing is uh, really respecting moving averages, which I like to see. Right. Yeah. It, it had a nice gap up. And if you look at the last five weeks of uh, volume, it's perfect. Uh, up, the, up weeks are high. It just had another low week gone down. What would be your uh, uh, support uh, uh, level? Because I'm thinking of selling some puts on uh, on Monday, and uh, what would be your buy on this one? Would you well, be in it already? Well, technically, the buy was at 12. Close at 13.78. Yeah, so there was a buy at 12, and you're at very strong resistance now in the 14 okay. and a half area. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, the real support's back at 12, and the 50 days at 12. You mm -hmm. know, so if I were to uh, sell a put, right, uh, probably would be 12 or under, you know. I tell you, you'd give it a little bit of leeway on the downside, huh? Right, definitely. You'd have to. And the second and last one, I, 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 I uh, sold some puts on uh, H, uh, M.O., I like I like the chart of ammo. No, that's a good one. That's a good one to do. I just did it on uh, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I did the forty twos. Yeah, because going, out three, I, going I, out three weeks. I mean, this has had two straight buy signals. Uh, basically, if you look at uh, where am I now? Who knows? Forty three is the two hundred day, right? Yeah, forty two is the fifty day. So you're in between both of those. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a, it's a 40. That's and it was actually better premium than my with this VIX, uh, this VIX uh, receding in the last couple of months. I, mm -hmm. I got a little more premium on it than I than I thought, and I, I just said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do. I I probably take it at 42 and then sell upside. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't mind owning the stock if it does get put to you, you know, and uh, it's got a nice dividend. You know, so. Ah, that's that's the other thing I like the div. Boy, with this this kind of environment, always is good. Right. Hey, yeah. guys, good show. Thanks hey. for the input. Okay, right. thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. Okay, right now, give us a call. Phone lines are, again, wide open, 803-1520 or toll-free, 800-879-7541. And, you know, if you don't want to call us for some reason, um, you know, you could use the chat box at our website, saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, and there you are. Click the tab that says Join the Chat, and you're all set. Ask a question or type in a symbol. If you do type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Nothing there. Well, basically, that's good. All right. <laughs> no, no, in a way, because there were some things I wanted to mention. All right. A lot of people call about biotech stocks, you know, and I've always said, you know, very risky uh, you know, yeah, you, you know, you, if uh, their trial doesn't work, anything can happen. They they can get killed, you know. And what everybody should do if you're in looking at a biotech stock is have the site BioPharm Catalyst. It's B I O P H A R M C A T A L Y S T dot com. At that website, it's free, and they tell you 
up when upcoming uh, announcements by the company on their drug tests are due, it could be in the quarter or whatever, you know they're coming. And also when the FDA may be reviewing them, the, the actual uh, time period that they'll be reviewing them for approval for their drug. Mm -hmm. You should always check that and be aware of that, you know, because, uh, you know, sometimes you can have a big run-up anticipating approval by the FDA, and you have to make up your mind knowing that it's going to be coming, the approval or not approval. You may want to be out, or you may just be rolling the dice. So yeah. no, good, good client, website to yeah, go to. I had a client call me um, Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't remember, saying, you know, what am I missing? Should, should I be buying these, you know, stocks that are doing the vaccines and all this other stuff? It's a, you know, it's a yeah. tough call. And what'd you tell them? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a simple answer. Right. Okay, what do we have, a call coming in here? Who's up there first? Uh, Dominic in Sarasota. Hey, Dominic. How Good are morning. you? Good morning. Thank you for taking our call. That's sure. all right. Uh, my question is, what do you think of Apple? What do I think of I like of Macintoshes Apple? myself. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Apple has been, you know, a much degraded company because they're supposedly an iPhone company, but they're not anymore, you know. So fundamentally, I think they say 20% of their businesses comes from uh, Apple services, all right? Mm -hmm. Apple TV, Apple Music, Apple this, Apple that. And uh, there's other, I, I forgot what the other areas they're in, but, you know, they're much more than an iPhone company, no question about it. So fundamentally, I, I think they're a very great company, to right, tell you the but the, the truth. big thing going on now is with their apps and Fortnite, which is a uh, game mm -hmm. that uh, one of the, if not the most popular, one of the most popular, and, you know, they get 30% of the, purchases off that well uh, the epic games i think is a company that uh owns that has found a way to get around that so mm -hmm. apple has now thrown them off you know but they get 30 percent from all this stuff that, that's oh, yeah. big to the bottom oh, line no question but, yeah i mean they make i mean if you want technology you know you got a couple stocks that you could own but apple would be one of them because it's not just pure technology exactly yeah. and uh, you know a lot of you now not to go on but a lot of companies now are becoming very successful by having subscription services mm -hmm. instead of you buy the product you know there's companies like adobe and so forth you know they all have subscriptions so anyway uh i mean the problem i mean do you own it or you're looking to buy it well i bought it at 92. okay and you're going to get the split. Right. I bought it right after they split seven for one. Yeah, boy. Okay. Right. Closed at uh, 459.63. Yeah, right. So obviously, uh, you know, it's come a long way. But, you know, it has very good support in the uh, 396 to 400 area, you know, which is, you know, what, about 15% back. And if you're willing to take that potential risk, uh, you know, I have no problem. Other side of the coin, you can always take a little off the table. Uh, Recent analysts came out $600 target price. That yeah, was this week. For what it's worth. Yeah, yeah I know. Just and, saying. Uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Don't mind me. I'm counting. You keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> you got your shoes off. I can 21. <laughs> no, but Apple, I mean, they just, I, I don't have yeah. an iPhone. I, I mean, and the I, majority of people don't have iPhones. Yeah. It's just that their products are so expensive. Exactly. I have a, a yeah. MacBook Air laptop. Mm -hmm. Very but, but expensive. they came out with the cheaper one. It's been a big hit. I right. Don't, I don't but know this thing, I've never had a, yeah. as, as 
unfamiliar as I am with computers and how I, you know, operator error, I can screw things up. I've really never had an issue with this. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, so so the support's 395 to 400. Uh, next target's probably around 500. So either take a little bit of money off the table or, you know, as long as it doesn't break that support in the 396, 400 area, you're in good shape. All right. All right. Thank you very much, and you guys have a good week. Okay, thank you. Thanks you for take calling. Take care. Nice hearing from mm -hmm. you there. Okay. Right now we're going to go to Art in New Jersey. Absolutely. Art. Hi. Good morning, fellas. Long morning. time no here. <laughs> well, I was I was off because I had an internet problem, a Wi-Fi problem, uh -oh. a new uh, router caused me not to. Uh, I, I listened to the show, but I wasn't able to uh, call in. Oh, okay. I'll get it on the computer. Anyway. Peter keeps track. Yes, I do, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, first item today would be Merck. Now, the reason I'm interested in that is because I used to work for Shearing Plow, and Merck merged with them. So, And I get a nice uh, pension check every month, and I'd just like to know what your thoughts on the stock. Well, uh, today, this week's Barron's, big article on Merck. Why, why I'll Merck. i have to read that. Yeah, yeah, why Merck is a buy. I didn't get a chance to read the article, but they say that, you know, I got the impression from the headline that it's underappreciated, and they have some great products out there. Right. MRK is a symbol yeah, closed they, at 83.48, Pete. Yeah, and it's surprising because it, it got up. What did it get up to? Uh, Must be in the mid-'80s at least. Yeah, and, you know, they were mentioning the one thing I did remember was the blockbuster cancer drug they have. Yeah, 9264 right. uh, was the 52-week yeah. high. So, you know, in, in looking at it, it's built a beautiful base in here. It's been consolidating for, oh, I'd say probably quite a few months, you know, from about April till now, you know. So in, th in this day and age, that's a long time, I guess, you know. Right, but they're pro I don't know if they're involved with the uh, COVID uh, vaccine or therapeutic or remedy. So, you know, maybe that's why they're under, I didn't read the article, but yeah. maybe that's why they're underappreciated. But great if, company. Yeah, if it oh, go, if it goes to eighty five, it'll be give a complete break out of the out of the consolidation, which is between about oh say seventy five and eighty four, and eighty four right. is the big resistance. So if it takes that out, you know it should challenge the high, you know in the uh, what ninety two area. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I would uh, think that this could be on its way. And maybe, maybe the article will give it the breakout on Monday. Yeah. You know, you know, so, right. yeah. So it looks, look, it looks very yeah. strong. Yeah. That's good. Well, I have, you know, pension from them and I have the Bristol Myers dividends, but I don't, you know, from a stock I own. Never worked for them, though. Oh. Uh, second item would be uh, Vanguard New Jersey Long Term Bond Fund. Admiral, I guess they listed, but I have the non Admiral version. It's uh, it closed at twelve sixty. What's, the, what's the symbol on it? I don't know. Well, you got us then. <laughs> oh, It'll okay. take us a while to come up with a symbol, but. All right, because you know I, I know the Vanguard corporate is W E H X, so this has got to have an X at the end of it. Well, I mean, is this a, a, a mutual fund you're talking about? Yeah. Or? Oh yes, yeah, Vanguard okay. mutual fund. Okay. The long-term bond fund. The reason I'm interested in this is because yeah, it's VNJTX. Wonderful. VNJ. I see. That's why he's here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. One of the reasons, anyway. <laughs> no, it's not. Probably the biggest reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I'm interested in this is because, you know, it's time uh, for giving gifts out to family members. And I've had this so many years, and I have quite a bit of it. And I'm thinking that if I'm not going to get too big a capital gains, I could sell some of this off. To, well, to use as a gift? Uh, the cash. The in cash. Other words, if it's the same price now you can as just it give was the, you uh, can over the give years. You the security, too, and you don't have to worry about that then. Yeah, I, I could do that. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, I mean, in, in, uh, probably not a bad idea. I mean, I don't know if, if interest rates, you know, will go lower, but they've lately been moving up pretty pretty yeah. nice. Okay. I think this yield is about 2.5%, as most of the long-term bond funds. And it's free of New Jersey and federal tax. Right, yeah. So I have no no problem with that, yeah, really. Yeah, so 3% yield is what the uh, yeah. trailing 12-month right. yield yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, I would have no problem with that. Durations. And he says, oh, it's only a couple of days, but it was down to almost 0.54 or something. Now it's 0. 0.70. That's a big jump in a couple of days. Anyway, yeah, we've seen right. it before. Well, right. so uh, it, might, okay. it might be a good time to do it. Okay, last item would be uh, SNAP. Now, I know there's a couple of good articles in there about Twitter taking over TikTok, and I'm wondering if, if that will affect the price of the SNAP. It's uh, about mid-range. It's... Uh, uh, high was 26.76, and it's 21.69 on Friday. Well, it depends, you know. Not that this would happen. I've seen take unders, you know. But, right. You know, you know, everybody's all excited because there's going to be an acquisition. They actually buy the company for less than it's trading, you know. Sure. Not necessarily sure. that this would happen, you know. Uh, yeah, I was thinking if the Chinese companies get uh, put out uh, for the, uh, you know, the TikTok and, and WeFi or White. If they get knocked off, it might help the Twitter yeah. and Snap a bit. Well, definitely, yeah, and it probably would help Snap too. I, I don't think it would be a take under, but uh, it would definitely help Twitter because there's a large base that would come with Snap, you know. Right. And so, so they will get access to a very large base, which would help Twitter. So, yeah. So I, I just say it, you know, it, it should help both companies, you know, because it should yeah. be it should be a higher you know, price they pay than the current price, especially since it's come down, you know, for after hitting 26. And, uh, you know, it would help Twitter. So you're right. Okay. That is great. Incidentally, on the phone system, I might have mentioned before, I use a track phone. It's very reasonable. You pay uh, once a year and uh, you get so many minutes and they build up year after year. You know, you know, we don't allow commercials on this show. You know. Okay. Well, no. another type <laughs> no. of phone, then, aside from the Apple phones. There you go. I mean, not that no, I can't no, afford if, an if, Apple. No, if you phone. don't, no, if you don't need tremendous service, I mean, right. it makes sense to me. You know, matter sure. of fact, I have a phone because I have my cable company, and I pay for one gigabyte. And I've never come close to it except this month because I forgot to turn off right. <laughs> my, my access. But anyway, uh, you know, so, I, so I've never come close to one gigabyte, and I pay $14 a month, you know, so. Yeah. Well, that's not bad, then, because oh, I pay yeah. about $100 a year, and I have over 3,000 minutes available. Right? Beautiful. But yep. it doesn't do any of the fancy stuff. Yeah, you, Call, don't, you don't. You make calls, and you receive them. That's all. Yep. Good. All right, great talking to you, fellas. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, you, too. you too. Thanks for, yeah. for calling. Right. Take care. Right. Okay, right now, phone lines are wide open again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541.
And I guess we have a few people at the chat box, which I'll mention. You can get to the chat box by going to saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Chat box pops up where you have to click join the chat. Type in a question. Type in a symbol. Let us know what you're looking to do with it. Somebody's asking, they said this week a CNBC commentator used a bowling term. <laughs> bowling? A bo- yeah, just your, right that's up your second, alley. That's the second time I've... <laughs> and uh, They used the term pin action. He's pin so, action. He's so easy, Jimmy. Jimmy's like... Pin action. Pin action. What yeah. the heck does that mean? Well, I would think that would mean that one pin knocks down another pin, that <laughs> meaning... Meaning a certain okay. stock. Is that the whole question? No, that pin was action? the question. He, well, I have no idea what pin action is, to yeah. tell you the truth. Well, you know what pin action is, right? Well, when I know what that is, yeah. So it must be I'd about I'd have to know the rest of what he said, the context of... Jimmy will answer the yeah. question. Okay. But it's pretty simple. If that, that person one could stock put him, in the group... What was the context of that? I'm telling you what it is. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, I, I see what you're saying. You think it's because one stock in the group will ignite the rest of the group is what you're telling me. Yes. Oh, okay. That may be. Wow. That may be. Wow. I'll, I'll take your answer. Oh, God. Okay. What's right. next? <laughs> so somebody's looking to buy a couple stocks. One is Hub, H-U-B-B, really? closed at 146.30. Hub. That's interesting. What is that? I don't know. I never heard of that one. Hubble Incorporated. Hubble. I don't know if they make the the uh, oh. telescopes. No, isn't that something? No, electrical equipment and parts. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's an old name, isn't it? Right. Yeah, because I think years ago this was trading at some ridiculously, reasonably cheap price. But anyway, he's looking to buy it. You said right? Yes. Okay. So the two hundred day average is at one thirty three. The fifty days at one thirty one. So as long as you didn't see it drop below. Ideally, the uh, oh, the 151, uh, 131 area, mm-hmm. it should remain in good shape. It's on its way. It looks to test the high. I don't know if that's an all-time high at 154. And for what it's worth, based on the point-and-figure charting method, they calculate objectives and uh, no time span on the objectives, which makes it nice because they could say, look at that, 10 <laughs> years later it got there. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was finally right. Yeah, but yeah. – but, you know, it, it's you can come up with at least a plan based on risk and reward. You know, for example, this closes at, closed at 146, so you're going to get worried if it goes to 130. You're going to reevaluate it. 16-point downside, the price objective, 204. So that's, what, uh, six, 58 points on the upside? Nice. So that's good risk-reward. You yeah. know, it's better than 3 to 1. Same so person wants. I to, like it. Yep. Yeah, good. Same person wants to know about uh, looking to buy Peg, Pega, P E G A, which is Pega Systems. Yeah, I haven't seen that. In a Close long at one sixteen oh three. Software applications. Software has been the hottest area for the last couple of years, to tell you the truth. Beautiful chart, like I was saying before. Gorgeous chart. <laughs> Broke out, major breakout at the one oh four area. Um, 200 days way back at 86. I don't, I don't wow. know if you'd want to take that risk, but the 50 days at 103, good support, 104 to 106. So if I were to buy it, uh, I would only reevaluate it if it hit 102. And uh, it's kind of, you know, based on their method, exceeded the uh, price targets at the moment, but that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, very good-looking chart, yeah. 
I'd, I'd say if you're willing to uh, take that potential risk where you might re have to evaluate it at 102, that's down 14 points from here. But it looks like a, you know, a major, major breakout. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good one. Okay. Do you want to take a break? It's a question. It's a you know, that time already. Well, we have another one, but, but it could probably well, wait. Well, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do that. But also you saying, you know, you can do a number of things based on your risk tolerance. We always say make sure you've done your research, and uh, you know, you could come up with a plan. You could buy a little and say, hey, if it comes back down near 106 or so, uh, I might add to it. And, uh, or if you've done your research and just so convinced, uh, you can buy it. Yeah. So pin action. This is interesting. Referring to the market phenomenon in which shares of one stock take down shares of a rival. Kramer calls it pin action because it's similar to the way in which one falling bowling pin can knock down, knock over another pin. So it was the opposite. It was the same general idea. Same general idea, idea but, yeah, but on the was, downside. Right. Yeah, you were close. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you half a star for that, okay? And there's another one here. It says the term pinning. Well, oh, pinning's different. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, pinning's that. different. Okay. So we won't go into that. Right. But, uh, you know, right now, uh, you know, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. There used to be a show called Bowling for Dollars, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Bowling for Bowling Dollars. Bowling for Dollars, yeah. yeah. I, I was on that show. Were you really? Yes. Did you lose? No, I got a spare. <laughs> Did you really? I was completely intoxicated. I was in college and. Did you win money us. for it? Ten dollars. Ten bucks. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. My now, aunt, may sure us in ba- peace. Back put in my your name college in. days, you know, ten dollars is now worth about a million. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how many years ago. <laughs> we drank more than that. <laughs> right. Anyway, right now we will take a quick yeah. one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctors shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Is that funny? No, I was laughing because usually I read my script. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gone. Now you're going by memory. I'm going by, which is not good for not me. Not a good you know? idea. Me either. So anyway, uh, member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB, and an RIA. See that? Memory's still there. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Lines are wide open again. Give us a call. Or you can use our chat box at saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. There you are. Click on Join the Chat. Ask a question. Type in a symbol. Let us know what you're looking to do with it. Okay. I'm trying to make the show exciting. Some, <laughs> some people tell me it's a boring show, so... 
They should be in Especially the room. your friend's wife. They should be in the room. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, boy, you have a memory like an elephant about certain things. Like a woman. <laughs> Never forget certain things that upset you. <laughs> that was Peter Greco that said that. No, it was David. No. It was Peter's last show. <laughs> right. What did he say? Eh, something about a woman okay. and an elephant. All right. Anyway, uh, somebody calling, looking to uh, own these two stocks, Peter, mm-hmm. and they're looking to get uh, your opinion. So the one I'm very interested in because I've heard about it, uh, never bought it. It's a Canadian company, so I'd probably shy away from it to begin with. But this is Shopify, S H O P, nine eighty seven ninety on the close. And interesting, I ordered a, uh, a, a protector for my phone uh, because it was broken, so I w- got it from this place called e- EvoCell, and. Apparently, they must be affiliated with Shopify because I was getting texts or messages from Shopify saying the package was in the mail. But anyway, go ahead. So do we we think Shopify is the next Amazon? Well, that's what they talk about, except it's Canadian. But Kramer loves this stock. I know that. It is unbelievable how high this stock has gone. My comment would be, you know, be aware of what you're in. I mean, I mean... It may turn out to be the greatest, maybe it is the greatest company in the world. I don't know. It's maybe the greatest company in Canada, whatever. But, you know, it's like Tim Hortons is the greatest company in Canada. It's it's doing like Amazon's stock. Uh, But it's a um, favorite of all the traders, so Mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of volatility. And it's unusual because it's so high price, in my opinion. Exactly. Of course, they may split. We've all of a sudden seen a bunch of these companies do that, but... Uh, you know, so, you know, it, it doesn't – let me take a look at Amazon because this doesn't quite look as pretty as the Amazon chart, I don't think. I don't know about that. Did Amazon all of a sudden go into this big consolidation too? Let me see. Yeah, I guess it is consolidating. Amazon closed at $3,148.02. Well, the Amazon chart's a somewhat better-looking chart. Yeah, of course. Because, A, it came down. It no built, discounts. It built support, <laughs> tested support. Now it's in a little trading range between uh, 3100 3200 Don't ask the people on Grand Island. Yeah. But go ahead. But anyway, yeah. I mean, that, uh, well, so go back to Shopify. Shopify is a little bit messier now, you know, in this term. It's getting a little more volatile. And so be aware, you know, of... You know, if you can take the risk in these kind of stocks, um, I mean, it exceeded all price objectives. It broke out and then broke down below the breakout, which sometimes is not a good sign. Uh, So if you were to buy it, you would have to reevaluate it. Where to close? 987? Yep. Unfortunately, 889. I don't know if you could take the risk, but... I would not, the 50 days, 942. So that is potential support. That's where supposedly the institutions like to look to buy, and certainly a lot of traders and other investors, they watch the 50 day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's almost a self fulfilling prophecy. You know, in other words, everybody's watching it, a lot of people use it. The algorithms that trade automatically probably use it. So in the 942 area, you would expect to be good support. And if it dropped below that, then 880 would be a new reevaluation area. So uh, you'd have to make your decision on that. 
I probably, on my own, you know, wouldn't jump in at the moment. But you could take a small position, you know, and uh, I kind of wait to see a little bit, you know. Yeah, that's been what I've been doing on any, you know, somebody talking about wanting to buy some Amazon and some Tesla, Nokia, Nokia, or uh, Nikola. I screw up the name. And, uh, (laughs) And I'm just saying the same thing because, you know, there's no vaccine. There are some therapies. There's no agreement with Congress. The market's near high, not the Dow, but the S&P and the, the, the NASDAQ. And I think if you're going to buy something, you know, buy a third or a half of what you're looking to buy and then see what happens. Hey, so you get mad at yourself because it went, went much higher. Well, right. then you can jump back in. And the it. other thing, you know, especially since this is kind of a wild stock, uh, you know, because of all the things I mentioned, also all year I've been talking about the normal uh, election year cycle. Uh, the election year cycle has been, been very good, you know, and, and, you know, it could be off by a week or whatever, but it's been very good even for this year. And, you know, like uh, back in, um, I think, early July, I said typically the market pulls back sometime around the middle of July into the end of July. And it was a little bit after the middle, but we did pull back into the end of July. And I said then it takes off again in, in August. And right now, that cycle, and once again, you can't depend on anything necessarily, but the cycle's calling for a normal election year pullback uh, around the middle of this month again, you know, into possibly the end of the month. So you don't bet your life on that. Just that's why I'd want to watch something like this and and see how the market plays out a little bit. Okay. Is that it? Yep. Okay. For that. I mean, there's a oh, okay. couple more. Okay, good. Oh, he's got another one. I'm sorry. Uh, QDEL, uh, 245.93. Yeah. It's another hot one. stock there. And again, he's he owns these. So oh, he's just okay. looking for an update. Yeah, I forgot what the story was on. It's in healthcare. It may be COVID related, you know. Uh, don't know. Look like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, had a gigantic run up, a gigantic pullback. You know, to to from from that's a big pullback from 304 down to about 220, and but you know it found support where it should have, you know, which is one positive. Uh, the 50 days at 232, so it's back above that. Uh, so if you're in it and you feel comfortable with it, I probably would only reevaluate it if it dropped. You know, may, maybe under. Um, 216 or so yeah so barclays uh in in march march 26 downgraded it and has a target price of 90. (laughs) jp morgan in may downgraded it uh to underweight and downgraded their uh price uh, from 158 to 120. well it's interesting because it does have a negative price objective of of 132 on the point and figure chart so it, it'll do, you know, like I say, I, I, I haven't been following it. I hear people mentioning it. Probably does have to do with right. COVID, I'm guessing. And, uh, you know, so a lot of these stocks also got hit when, uh, what was it, Moderna came out with the news or something like mm-hmm. that. And they got, yeah. all of them got trounced, you know, because now Moderna, Moderna had the answer, you know, then right. they realized not necessarily, you know. So these things bounce around with that. So anyway. Uh, if I'm holding it, I would reevaluate probably in the uh, 
either under the 50-day or 232 or 216. Okay. We have more. Okay. Uh, somebody is writing in saying that they're retired. Uh, they have an IRA. Uh, two IRAs, they contribute each year, he's retired and working part-time, limited earnings. Um, the, the person has cash, money, sitting in a bank earning nothing, considering buying some decent paying safe dividend stocks in a separate trading account to allow money to at least earn something. Wouldn't be really concerned about the stock price going up so much. What about uh, going down? Well, that's the other thing. That's <laughs> right. So they did buy a little te telephone in Verizon, thinking they're relatively safe stock price. And I don't think anything's safe. So Well, I was going to say that. You can't bet on anything being right. safe. Telephone closed at $30.01. I don't particularly uh, like telephone. So I think no, I don't, I don't like it. But, you know, you're probably, famous last words, not going to be killed on it. And, uh, you know, they're going through their difficulties, to say the least. But, you know, it's got great support in the 27 area. And, uh, you know, so, so, you know, a, a, as a good dividend-paying stock, um, yeah. Right, and Verizon closed at 58 And if it went to 26, you might reevaluate the position at that time. Verizon's just been kind of sitting there, which is all right. You know, if you're getting a nice dividend, you don't really care if your stock just sits there, you know. And it's a better-looking chart. So uh, uh, Verizon has a price objective of 72, take it for what it's worth, uh, with a grain of salt, you know, but a lot of times it works out. You know, sometimes it works out. I don't know if anybody's ever done a, done a study on how many times the price objective's been hit. But, you know, the high's been up in, you know, around 62, and it's got, you know, good support probably in the uh, 53, 54 area. Just broke out, gave a buy signal. Uh, I'd probably say, yeah, I'd, Verizon looks okay. And one other one, you know, you want, I hate to even say this one, but. <laughs> believe but you it will or, anyway. Yeah, there's a great article on it today. Uh, uh, and, and in where? In Barron's of all places. Of course. Yes. Where else would it be, yeah. right? General Motors, 6.77% <laughs> yield, all right? Yeah, maybe a little more risky with support around the uh, 24 area, and it closed at, what, 28 almost, 27.86. But the interesting thing is, and like I say, look into this, do your research. Uh, I don't know if you get Barron's, you can go to the uh, – can you go to the library now? I don't know. But anyway <laughs> – after the bowling alley, you can go. I think maybe you can go to Barnes and Noble though and sit there and read it, you know. Yeah. But, but the point of the uh, article was that somebody is saying what they really should do is spin off their EV business, okay? Because that is worth a lot more, okay? And he's saying. You know, and Peter what? means electric vehicle. The electric vehicles. For those and, and, and we all, you know, most people know that's a really hot area, the electric vehicle area. And uh, he took the midpoint of what he thought it would be worth if you got the price for the spinoff, you know, in the midpoint of what he thinks it's worth. And that would give General Motors the potential to double, okay? Mm -hmm. And interesting, you know, it could be a catalyst, so... Just, I'm throwing that out, do your own research, and we'll go on. Throw it up. Okay, 
Um, ba, 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 so I've always hated General Motors, but this is an interesting story. But okay, go ahead. Very good. Uh, good luck. All right. Um, somebody <laughs> wants to know whether you should buy or sell TLT. Close at 163.18. TLT sounds like... Um, Tender, loving touch. 20-year bond. I know Willard's of the opinion interest rates will go down. That's possible. Or they're going to go up. One Does this guy own? So wants to know whether he should buy or sell it. But <laughs> I don't know. What can I tell you? I'm just reading what's on there, Pete. I'm the messenger. Well. Pick one. <laughs> has a downside price objective of 134 for what that's worth. Um, if, you know, I'm, I, I don't have my own opinion other than the fact that um, – I probably would not buy it. Only, and I'd have to have it go to um, I think 174 to be a major breakout to the upside. And if you were to buy it, your support is 154. So at 152, you're either out or reevaluate it. Right. And I would think the odds of interest rates over the next several years going up or down, the odds are better that they're going to go up. I'm not saying it's going to be quick. You listen to the Fed, it's a couple of years, there's no inflation, although we did get some inflationary trends on Friday. Right. But So, you know, and if you were to sell it, you know, at this price, you would either be out or reevaluate it at 174. Yeah, and I don't know if the person means sell short or... Well, whatever, but, you know, yeah. I guess it's sell short. Okay. And uh, so I've given you the parameters. Uh, do your research and uh, go from there with the parameters. Okay. okay, great. Right now, phone numbers, 803-1520, because nobody seems to want to talk to us. And toll-free, 800-879-7541. You probably caused that. I hope so. 803-1520. Yeah, I like toll being free, this busy on the chat room. 800-879-7541. <laughs> Is there anything in the chat I box have a again? System. There's a lot. A lot. Okay, let's go. All right. Somebody wants to know how safe PHK is. Nothing safe. So this happens to be the PIMCO. I know. I'm familiar. And we remember years ago, this was trading at an 80% premium. Kept warning people about that, and the thing collapsed. You know? Yeah, close at 523. Yeah, I don't know what the premium is. You know, on well, this. I'll tell you this. If you look at their asset allocation, they're highly leveraged. I, that was the problem. That was the problem. It looks like a two-to-one type of yeah, thing. Yeah, very, very highly leveraged. So their cash allocation is a negative uh, 145%. <laughs> and their bond allocation is a positive 232.6%. So. They're leveraged. They're leveraged. And uh, what I would do is go look up what the uh, premium or discount is on it. Okay. Wow. And uh, I wish I could remember where you go for well, that. Well, it's right on the Morningstar oh, site. Oh, is it? It's okay. Nine, on on Morningstar? Okay. Year to date, it says average discount plus 9.7%, which I think is unusual because uh, for the year of 2019, it was a plus 30%, plus 26% going backwards, uh, as high as plus 40%. In 2016, plus 39 percent. I remember plus 80 on this thing, but anyway, I don't know where that was. But plus nine is not bad, okay? Yeah. For this fund, but yeah. be aware of the leverage yeah. in the fund. The chart, you know, really doesn't. I mean, it's in a long-term downtrend, okay? But support has been in the 375 area, in a close where 523. Yeah. Broke out, and there's a lot of resistance at seven. 
So, uh, so it must be none of the bonds they own, the Treasury's buying, that's for sure. Yeah, no, and so. the top five holdings, I've never heard of. The, I've, I think I've heard of Sequoia, Cor- Sequoia Corporation, yeah. CQUA. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, it's been moving up, but there's a ton of resistance in that seven area. But that, that wouldn't be bad, you know, if it went up to there. And with the support's back at 375. So uh, at 200 days, it's six. And the 50 days at 529, so, so it's got to get me, above that. So. Do your research. We did part of it for right. you. Right. And uh, I've given you all the levels. You know, I'd like to see it above the 50-day, which is 529, not too far. Then the next objective would be 622 to 200-day, and then very high resistance, say 7 to 7.5. So, uh, you know, think about it. Okay, somebody also is asking, uh, Mo Gay, M-O-G dot A, closed at 61.84. They want to know if they should buy or sell it, and they own it. So there, that answers all of your questions, so give an answer. <laughs> well, this is another one of those. When you, when, when you go to the website, you never know uh, whether they use M-O-G dot A, M-O-G slash A. It's not dot A. I got dot AP. Well, not on this website. Well, you're special. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just a regular person, not special like you. <laughs> you're the bowling expert, right? Well, I did win ten dollars. Yes, I said that was big money in those. I think days. I, I think I got three, and then I picked up the spare. Rock and roll. Ed Kilgore. You got, we, we you got, spent, you got $3? And, no, I got three oh. pins down oh, and then okay. got the seven. Oh, okay. We spent about two hours before drinking Molson Canadian. So now that I've, or we have digressed, what was the question? <laughs> Buy or sell, Mo Gay. Okay, so he doesn't own it. No, he, he does, does own it. it. Oh, my oh. Lord. He wants to know whether he should buy or sell it. He does own it. Interesting. The person owns it. Okay. Well, take this with a grain of salt. The price objective is 96. <laughs> it just pulled back. Um, and the 200 days, it's 67. So it's below the 200 day. Mm-hmm. It's above the 50 day. So it's trapped between the 50 day, which is at uh, 54, and the 200 day at 67. Um, it did just break a major downtrend line and should have good support in the 59 area. So, if I were to use risk-reward, it's more of a buy than a sell. Do, 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 do. I and, was trying to get a draw. But, roll. once again, I mean, you're going to have to get above the 200-day at 67, and resistance is right in that area around 69, all right? So, uh, you know, risk-reward good and would reevaluate it if it dropped under 54. All right, very good. Jimmy's laughing because you have all these computers set up and everything. So. I could never get into the uh, other web thing. No. So this this you're able to, on this new one here? No, yeah, I couldn't get in. <laughs> it's the I, largest I, laptop I've ever seen in my life. Holy cow. No wonder you got an extra big bag carrying it. I have no comment. All right. (laughs) So we have another another question on the on the chat box if you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. By the way, the phone numbers are eight oh three fifteen twenty. Just in case. Toll free eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. 
I'm having so much fun today. Somebody wants to know. Uh, I'm not. HR. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, HRL, Hormel Foods. I Hormel. think they make your favorite meal, Spam. No. And, and, and they also make rotten, <laughs> you know, like packaged dinners you can buy. They're not frozen. You don't like them? I try to. They're horrible. Okay. <laughs> so 50, we'll, we'll probably get sued. <laughs> 5223 is uh, on the close. Who wants to know if it's a buy? What's the symbol on it? HRL. HRL. They make Spam, I think, right? I've I never th- had Spam, but I... It sort probably, of looks, it probably, it looks like it probably, hash, probably right? probably tastes like their dinners. It know, looks like hash, right? Surprisingly. <laughs> see, once again, you can't go by your opinion of their food. Like I said, you, uh, a couple of years ago, I, well, wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy Chipotle because the restaurant looked like a dump. You mm-hmm. know? So, right. And Good they move. still look like a dump. You right. know, but. Well, they had a lot of problems with people after they were eating. Yep. Well, with, they had that too, but this is way back. Okay. I went, I went mm-hmm. in to eat there. It was okay, but... Kind of expensive. I like Moe's. I like Moe's better. And, right, except and they be- don't have the fish sandwich anymore. Yeah, but it's a better fish. deal. You know, Is it? Food. Yeah, because they give you all the chips and salsa oh, free. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Very good. I'm getting hungry. So anyway, Hormel Chick-fil-A l- looks surprisingly great. So forget, I'll try to forget my comments about the right. food. <laughs> and that's a price objective of 65 And I forgot, did he buys, own it or looking to buy it? <clears throat> Wants to know about buying it, Peter. Yeah, well, based on the breakout, uh, you know, once again, do research into it. Go taste the food. No, don't go taste the food, but because then you'll never buy it. But anyway, they they make good chili, though. Okay, okay. great. But anyway, uh, yeah. So right now, the two hundred days forty six, the fifty days forty nine, and uh, good support around forty nine would reevaluate it if it dropped. Uh, you know, maybe to forty four. 45 and but it looks like a buy okay and because you gave the phone numbers we have two callers matt and hamburg we're going to matt rapid fire matt good morning guys Let's morning stick with the food uh red robin rrgb i oh, hate it <laughs> you can't <laughs> i know you can't count that it's irrelevant <laughs> i know my kids love it and they got yeah. a lot of gluten oh yeah my wife okay but the stock doesn't look great but uh, do you own it or what? I just took a small position. That's okay. $9. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know, you're 200 days at 20, you're 50 days at 10, boy. Okay. 971 on the close. It's 971. So, right. So basically, you can hold it as long as it doesn't drop to seven, then you have to rethink it. We went there once. My grandson, Lucas, said, Grandpa, do you don't want to go there? We went there. It was yeah. terrible. But if it broke out to 11, <laughs> if you Just broke out to 11, you have something all. going. Okay. Okay. And then oh. one other quick one. Yeah. Uh, CCNE. CCNE. Okay. Yeah. It's a parent company of Bank on Buffalo. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Hmm. They got yeah. kind of crushed. I started buying it on like 14. And it's kind of been like kind of been a, a channel going between like eighteen and fifteen and a half. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Eighteen oh six. Thank you. You, 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 you <laughs> took you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So it looks yeah. okay. I mean, it's building a very nice base. Okay, and uh, gave us buy signal with an objective twenty two and a half. And regionals have been faring a bit yeah. better. Recently. And resistance is twenty to twenty one. Yeah, I think you did all right. Okay, and just now now just kind of hold on and see if yep. it goes. Yep. yep. Well, I don't know if it's going to go, but it's... But, yeah. Right, but, yeah. Hey, $3 on an $18 stock is a lot. It yeah, is a yeah, lot. No, I, no, I agree. Good. No question. <laughs> nice right, dividend, 3.8. Okay. Thank okay, you, man. thank you for calling. Okay, I don't know. Unfortunately, we've got, what, one minute? Jim, Orchard go ahead. Park. We'll give it a shot, Jim. Got a minute. We'll give it a shot. 
Okay. Uh, T-S-L-A, Tesla. What do you think of those guys? I think awesome. they're, I think they're awesome. <laughs> really? That? No question. Would you buy it? Yeah, yep. Absolutely. But, you know, I'd have to... Uh, you know, I would go a little bit at a uh, time. Buy a little at a time because this can move big amounts, yeah. but I, I dip a little. Yeah. You may want to look at Nikola, Okay, we gotta, we got to get off. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'd be looking to buy it, and I'd love to see a nice dip to buy it. So Okay, good. Okay. Thanks for calling. Well, we're done. We have to get off the air. Next week. Next week. Closed end funds. Right now, we hit the end of the show, unfortunately. Uh, Or fortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Till next week, keep a little powder dry. Do your own research. Take care. Have a good weekend. (laughs) You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Withered Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.